I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches, Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With Jen on the ether. Hello, hello. This is uh, season five, episode thirteen, entitled "Towers." Towers. It aired February second, nineteen ninety nine. Now, uh, before remember. we get into the episode, yes. Uh, so I've pulled up season four, episode thirteen, on my screen uh, for a reason. Now that I, I, I apologize, it's going to make no sense to you. I see it at an but, angle. But yeah, but you, you you remember this episode? This is where where Bill is having a nice Previously little. Previously on news radio, it's a solid gag. The microphone's in the way. Well, he can, I can mostly still see it. I can still see it. Deal. Good. Mine too. Mm-hmm. Also. Okay. So uh, the only reason I pull that up is because which one of these is it? That is not it. Um, and I'll, I'll. You have the sandwich that Bill was. I eating. I have the sandwich <laughs> that Bill was eating. No. So this it wasn't is crunchy enough so for I went, my liking. I went oh, and visited um, friend of the show Holly Haber is her name. She uh, runs. Signed? Uh, what? No. Oh, these have tons of notes on them. Oh. Uh, the, but it's another script uh, wardrobe book. If you guys remember episode yes. 313 we had. Yes, yes, yes. All that is in here. In this box right here is all those. Also, uh... You guys can see this, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. So a giant, yeah. thick folder. She Let me gave zoom me. in. Hold on, hold on. She gave me these for purchase orders, which are the most <laughs> useless thing to have. But it shows me every, how much everything costs that they bought for wardrobe for a certain period. Oh, sh- actually, I'd like to know this information. Yeah, yeah so I think it's something we should dig into at some point. Mm-hmm. But more fun is, so you remember... We'll do an episode of that. Uh, not only did she was she told to dis- destroy or get rid of Phil Hartman's stuff, yes. but also the Polaroids were gone. But what's fun is in this in this uh, notebook, first of all, there's Carl, our good friend Carl, is in this episode, <laughs> and his stuntman. I need to find his name because his name is not in here. But... Fortunately, while Phil Hartman's face isn't in here, his ties are. So we know what ties he wore in that scene, which is one scene. And we know what tie he wore later on in that episode where he says one of my favorite lines, which is, uh, I still think I did. <laughs> um, now, she let me pick. She was kind enough because I'm helping her with some wardrobe. She let me pick a thing to keep. So I kept this one. The reason I kept this one. Hold on. You guys talk amongst yourselves. We're talking amongst ourselves. Jen. Yes. It's so good to see you. It's so been good a little to see while. you. We I haven't, know. Uh, recorded one of these in a while. It's and, a real shame. And, oh shit, Jason's back. Just, oh. so this is a tie. This is a tie Phil Hartman wore when he said that line. No, it's she forgot not. to destroy them. It's not. This is the one he wore in the first part it's of that not. episode. Yes. And this one is for you. No, it's not. Yep. That's, that's why you bought the, sh- brought the shirt with you. Right? No. Yeah. Right. No. Now, disregard that it says four eleven. He doesn't wear that in four eleven. Not sure because I have. I have. This the is Polaroid. Phil Hartman's tie that he wore. Uh huh. In no. That, in that solid gag, and I think only in that. I'm gag. framing this. I'm yeah, literally yeah, going to frame well, th- this. That's what this jar is for, so that I can. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you. Tie yep, in a jar. Yep. Well, okay. It's a it's it's a display thing, but I yes. I got to frame this. This is I, amazing. I have uh, a friend of the family, or in the family, as it were, who is a, an expert conservator of fabrics, and I will tell you what she told me later on how to preserve it, and make sure no bugs eat it up. Oh yeah. Because it's silk so is not, very sensitive. Not, not a frame. 
Uh, no, you can frame it, just what you need to do beforehand, which basically involves wrapping it up in stuff and freezing it so that it kills any bugs that might be living on it. Because uh, bugs will destroy crap. silk. But that's Phil Hartman's. Now, this... Yeah, I right? can't believe I'm... Uh, ah! I know. Want to see something more interesting? No, you did. Hold on one second. Why did he keep these for himself? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I feel like you just gave a child away. <laughs> I've got Jason's child. So she gave me... This is one of the spacesuits. No! That she gave me. Jason has a spacesuit! It's Phil Hartman's. No! Yeah. It is not. Yes. I just blew the mic. Sorry. It is not. Yeah. Now, I've showed a people... You have... Oh, yeah. my God. This is the only one she has, is Phil Hartman's. No! Yeah, I, I know you got to you got to frame that. But I'm probably you, gonna you have to replace that. You have to wear it once. Of course, I'm Just going to put it. Okay. Now it doesn't have the patches, but I'm talking with a company to see if they can kind of recreate them for me. Oh I, I already did the logos. I want to see if they can m oh make me a couple God. patches so I can frame this and make it look good. This is isn't it blowing my, your <sighs> mind? Like I went, so I went up. She had his space. She had his spacesuit, and. And yeah, so I'm helping her with some stuff related to the costumes and the costume books. And at some point, we're going to announce through this website, uh, through the podcast, <laughs> some Your stuff, face. right? Some stuff that she's going to, she's already offering stuff on her website. He which has is a spacesuit. I do have the spacesuit. What is it? Give, uh, give her well, a shout out. Well, um, yeah, Holly Haber, realclose.com, R-E-E-L-C-L-O-T-H-E-S.com. Um, she's working Just on putting some measure, stuff what together. Was that, what was that website? One that one? is R-E-E-L-C-L-O-T-H-E-S.com. It's a complicated buying procedure. She's already admitted that several times. She knows it's difficult to buy stuff through her. But um, so I went to to go to her her storage facility because I was going to buy the Hamburglar outfit. <laughs> uh, Which and, one? <laughs> uh, that's you know good question because I because there was one that there was one in one There's of one? these two episodes yeah. we just discussed. So in the, in but the not, hippie episode. But yeah, so but we couldn't find it. No. Which is good thing because then I instead gave her my money for this. Very little money, I must say. Now, she did it because I'm a fan, and she's like, nobody else is buying these radio should, costumes, should, but guys, they're out there. You can buy them on her website, and um, she's possibly... I can't say 100% for sure, but she's going to try because she has more of Phil Hartman's ties. She come on um, the show? She, I, I went up and recorded our whole conversation. I remember that, yeah. So... And that's the only I, f I felt bad holding this all back from you, by the way, this whole time. I've showed a few other people who Son wouldn't say anything to anybody. I'm like, we're just going to wait. Just going to wait. Um, and uh, we'll talk about it in a future episode. But she also literally gave me a couple things that don't have anything super significant on them that we can give away as giveaways. So mm -hmm. literally, it's like four. I, no, three, two or three of Joe Rogan's shirts from an episode that are all the identical Old Navy shirts. Uh, so we'll use those as some kind of a giveaway. Um, that means the, whoever we give them away to has to do a meetup and uh, then take a picture. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. It'll be at a Bernie. Tavy, when are you back in town? It's going to be at a Bernie rally at this point. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's so weird to be doing this just as the Joe Rogan news is hitting. It is weird to me that Joe Gorelli is endorsing that a, a presidential candidate and that that's important in 2020. It's a weird year that we live in. We live in Shit. weird times. Yeah, it's weird, right? He's got, he's got the, he has, he does have the biggest podcast, isn't mm -hmm. he? Yeah, so that's he what, does. That would be why. Um, how can we literally were just talking about this, and I, what did I just do with my own tie? Did I just misplace it or put it back? Are you wearing what? it? No, yeah, put it right there. See, I put it in a safe. I'm scared spot. to put this here. I, I, I know where to. You can put it wherever you want. You can, we can put it up here, put it up down here with this stuff. This stuff is safe. I think it'll be. Pretty, I mean, it'll be fine where you have it. It'll be fine. I just, yeah. I won't spill anything. I will yeah, try not to. S like drool on it as like i usually drool on a lot of stuff during the episodes so this this alan is why I knew this is going to take a little bit longer we're seven minutes in and obviously i haven't started to, but so towers guys um i just figured you know she gave Can me we, two and i'm like 
can't keep two of Phil Hartman's ties. No. Oh my god! Can't keep two of Phil Hartman's ties. I mean, you could. I'm I could. Just, I feel like you gave me your child. I guess, yeah, yeah I, I did. Keep saying this. I, I, yeah, and I, I'm like, a pick. She's like, pick one. And I'm like, how do I pick? I have no time. Anyway, so I had to pick one. It's like, yeah, I know there's a line a in this episode that I love. What's the line? I'm like, oh right, that's one of my favorite. So you know, do oh that. Oh my god! And that's in a great visual gag. So you got to think from a great visual gag. <sighs> that doesn't matter. Like Phil Hartman wore this. Sure, tie. I know, that's I know, amazing. but I wanted it to be extra significant because I'm weird like that. Because it wasn't good enough to just be Phil Hartman's type. That's <laughs> it. Was joke. good enough for me to he's be Phil fucking, Hartman's type. But my, that's he's my hero. <laughs> he's my hero. That is a f- funny haha joke. Um, so Towers is also the episode uh, the first time uh, Paul Sims ever said my name because my question is in the commentary of this episode. Um, Go for it. Jay Clam is one of the people he says asks this question. But my question, uh, oh, Paul, I, it's Clam. <laughs> I found <laughs> I found the email I sent. Two of the emails I sent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked five questions. What sort of ideas were proposed about moving the station? Was there ever an idea for a spinoff? Meaning, not realistically, did anyone ever propose it? And the riff, as you writers call it, this is me trying to be funny. That's my favorite <laughs> part of your commentaries when you riff. Also, the jokes, good one, Jason, real great. Um, but like four of us asked the same question, and that's the one that they actually asked in it. Uh, You're doing commentary about your question about the comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I saw Andy Dick once jogging by the Beverly Center. Okay, so that's not a question, but it's kind of interesting. Well, it happened. Yeah, so I asked a bunch of, I said, so I just wanted to hear Paul Sims or someone else say my name. Um, and that's what happened. And how did he say? What did he say? I don't remember. I literally don't remember. No, but they they, 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 <laughs> they didn't have. Clearly like, had know. a big impact on. No. Uh-huh. No, uh, that's huge, though. Yeah, right. It was super exciting for me. Uh, but they didn't have, you know, he's like, uh, you know, they didn't have too many ideas. They just knew they were going to go to the radio did or the newspaper. To, did we talk to Paul in the interview about that, the fact that you were in the commentary? No, he... I wasn't going to bring that up in front of him. You did. Oh, maybe I did. <laughs> but may, may, I don't know if it was. In, I don't remember if it was in the a... show though, or if it was just us talking after. So. I don't know. In which case, you probably would have been like, "Good for you." He was uh, trying to get the hell out of here. Yeah, right? exactly. No, right. I mean, was, we kept he was, him. He was captive for three hours. He was fantastic. He I was thought he was gonna cast. pull up a sleeping bag. He was feeling good. All right. Beth and Max are having a balloon fight over a cake. Right. <laughs> And a clown. A little bit reminds me of the Goofy Ball a little bit, but it's balloons. Yeah, good call. Good call. Because they're just so childish with the throwing of the balloons. This the... episode feels way more season three than a lot of the other season five stuff does. It's got some of the old energy back to me anyway. This, I don't know what, like, I remember this episode very well. Uh-huh. That's usually a good sign. Yeah. I mean, for sure, the punk stuff has always stuck with me yep. for it's, the most part. The punk I stuff, am man. A and just. For the county. <laughs> Thank you. Glenn Campbell. Uh, I also just love the idea of Jimmy James having a gigantic tower that's blocking the sun for Central Park. Uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me, wasn't it a fifth of Central Park? Uh, something like that, by yeah. 2 PM. A massive amount. By 2 p.m. By 2 p.m., yeah. There's no <laughs> um, but this is for Matthew's 30th birthday, which is it's not totally off by about three years, because I think he was already 30 in a previous episode. It's okay. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. And also, Andy Dick was definitely not 30 yet, or already. He was already 30. Uh, He'd be like 34 at this point, right? Yeah, at least. <laughs> uh, well, if it's day, if it's Matthew's birthday party, where's the clown and the pony? <laughs> I think pony ponies Dave. come up before, right? I think yeah, but so. <laughs> I just love the response. A pony Dave from Beth, and then Dave said, oh, kid stuff, right? Where's the clown? <laughs> <laughs> the clown left after he found out Matthew was going to be 30. <laughs> oh, my God. Matthew is so not happy. He's having that third, turning 30 crisis. He also really wants the clown. Yeah. Why don't you just rub my face? <laughs> <laughs> he rubs the cake. half of the cake in his fucking face. Oh, and my it's, God. Oh, it's a He's very delightful bit. He's a sad clown. How's your precious birthday now, fools? 
<laughs> and that's what they end on. It's it's a- angry Matthew is is always it's just so Especially funny. Especially in kind of clownish goth makeup, like. Alan, do you want me to put the tie somewhere else? No, I always use good point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, 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 no. You know what, Jen? We're protecting it right there. It's, it's okay, fine. I can going. put it over here. No, it's right. too late. Okay, it's too it's late. Fine. Why I mean, you I... stop the show. Let's okay, keep going. all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then, uh, well, we we go to our favorite opening uh, of all time. <laughs> The just the what the two seconds? probably just the two second version. yeah yeah I'm not I'm not sure but do 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 that was basically what it was and then it's back <laughs> Dave Matthew saw the balloons and he did not shout goody I'd say that's a little bit more than strange <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, I don't think anybody accepts him to be uh, expects him to be smart enough to have a midlife crisis which it's a little early for one but I don't think uh-huh. anybody thinks he's smart enough to have any conflict with his age why was it? I, it it did always seem like sitcoms in the 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. someone had a midlife crisis around their 30s, which I feel Well, that's because like back then, you know, you, you got married 60. when you were 13, you only li- lived till you were 60. Of course. You know, you're always, you know, prima nocta, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Every, the plague, the plague had hit, you know, back, it was in the 80s or 90s. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. So. Am I off by a few hundred years? Uh-huh. No, I'm okay, right? Depends on what one. county you live in. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's also mm. true. Uh, I I love Mr. James of popping in on on Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. After Dave says about the happy thoughts, he's like, oh, so I say happy thoughts? What have I told you? Your future's out there in the bullpen. <laughs> I'd say it's the thought that keeps me awake at night. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love that. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's a uh, yeah. We got some Dave. We got some Dave moments to talk about. I can't wait. That'll be. This will be good. There's some good Dave moments in this. Uh, <laughs> you gotta stay awake during the day too because it is time to shake hands with tomorrow. That's, that's, what? That's a great line. <laughs> I made sure to highlight that one. That is a solid, solid line. Uh, <clears throat> they uh, yeah. Well, he's he's got to turn with bittersweet reverie to thoughts of his legacy. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Instead of being Howard Hughes, which is growing your nails long and collecting your urine in jars, he's going to build a huge ass building. Yep. Uh, can, I don't, you probably know what I'm thinking. Where is that prop and how do I get it? Oh, the building. Oh, to be goodness. fair, though, like the uh-huh. side of it, I I feel like it oh, wasn't shit. the sturdiest material. So no, I don't oh. think no, it's, it's probably in not. It's not anymore. held up. However. I'm sorry. This is a quick side note. But it has the biggest disco. <laughs> yeah, can you at least get the small disco ball that's in there? Did it's I the spelling the with the biggest disco? Speaking of prop buildings, though, I'm sorry. This is I'm going to sidetrack us again. Did I send you a text of a prop building that no. was up there? I didn't. No, you didn't. Why didn't I send it to you? Or if you did, I have you didn't see two or three it. friends for to whom I would have sent this. You have okay. two or three friends. Well, there's only a few friends who would appreciate this, and I didn't know what it no. was when I took the photo. No. What is that? Do you know what that photo is? It's okay if it doesn't look familiar, because I didn't realize until a week later, and I saw a, uh, a video on YouTube showing me something from a movie. Can you guys see it? You want me to zoom in? Picture the word uh-huh. uh, up in lights up top, Books Biff's. That is Biff's you serious? condo from back to, and it's just sitting out there. Do you have that? No, I want oh. it so badly. It's in a storage nope. facility, and I know where to take it, but I would not do that. I want to find out who owns it. Biff's condo is oh just sitting God. out there in this particular place where I will not say. For because some... It's just sitting there collecting dust. For some reason, I always thought that was an actual actual building. Building, yeah. But I, I was watching. Kudos I was, to you, Back to the Future. Watching too. a video on special effects a, d- a week after I took that photo, and somebody I've never seen. Usually, it's like a pan up of it, but it's a straight. It was a dead on shot of Biff's, and I'm like, that's the building. 
That's the building, right? I look at my phone and yeah, just weirdly a week oh later. Oh my god! Anyway, that's this has been a very weird week, but Why I want you just to take James. it. It was there. I know. I, I would have had to. It's eight foot tall, so I would have had to. Let <laughs> it. Fine, no one would have noticed. <laughs> now, <laughs> excuse me, sir. I brought this in with me. <laughs> it's right, like it's coming out of the sunroof of my '96 Maxima. I won't look weird. Um, <laughs> Damn, it's big. Won't be able to spot me because I have uh, the WMYX license plate. I'm fine. Nobody will ever know what's going on. Um. So, yeah, giant building that is shaped like two J's. Some super Donald Trump shit. 200 stories. 200 stories. I did the math, and that's like 3,500 some feet. Oh, my God. 2,000 for just dogs alone. (laughs) The Burj Khalifa is 168 stories, and that is the tallest building in the world. So I just thought I'd give a little perspective. Yep. Uh, So... (laughs) I would throw up on the top of this building. Though. Oh yeah, no, there's there's no way. I want to throw up on the top of like a four-story building. So yeah, well, two <laughs> floors just for dogs alone. And wait, wait until you look. Wait for it. And there's disco music, the biggest damn disco you ever saw. I don't, I don't. I love it, and I love. He the has music. a vision, okay? He does have a vision. Um, and then nobody's sure if if 200 stories is even possible. I don't think it's. Have you ever been? Like I've been on top of uh, Willis Tower in Chicago. That used to be the Sears Tower. Mm-hmm. That, what is that? The what fourth now? It's like I think it looks like the seventh now or something. It's the seventh. Yeah. Just, uh-huh. uh, just when you're on the top of that, though, that thing sways and you can so look much. Down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the point. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got the. Glass. I couldn't. I couldn't get. Oh the yeah, you glass. can walk out. Yeah. Now it, they got the glass cases. Yeah. Yeah. Look down. I, I, I actually. I thought I could. And I got up there. I'm like, yeah. and the building is swaying because it's so tall. Yeah. And it has to do that to keep. You know, up, but I was like, yeah, no, thank you. I can't. No, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, it's frightening. Like you, you think you get an idea of it when they do it in Ferris Bueller, but no, no, not till you're there. Not when it's not when you're up there. Like, why is it swaying? <laughs> this build, this should not be swaying. I am up very high. Okay. <sighs> it's beautiful, beautiful view, but yeah, it's it is a beautiful shit. view. It's like it's a beautiful shit. building, but oh, but God. no, two hundred stories would be vile. But Tom Cruise would jump off of it without a stuntman. We, we know that. By the way, did you see how many stories is that disco alone? He never really yeah, says. Yeah, right. But that's true. Based on the, it looks like a few about, floors. If the I swear it's got to be about hundred stories. Then yeah, it's got to be like really like tall ceilings. Ten to fifteen stories, right? I mean, look, look, and and the model. Man. Think about that. That's uh-huh. just that whole thing is two store two hundred stories, and you point. see that how big that window is mm-hmm. for the world's largest disco. Right. Also, that might be the world's largest window. Uh huh. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How would you keep that in one piece, man? I know. Very carefully. Matthew's about Poor to birds. walk in and do the worst English accent in the world. But before we do that, let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. Um, we're not there yet. God damn it. But that does mean Matthew pops in. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In goth makeup as a punk. Yes. He's got a skull shirt. He's got blue stripes in his hair. He's got more like ska people pants. Ska people. You know, he's ska got... people. Ska people. He's also wearing... He's got suspenders hanging down to his... Hanging down off of his pants and doing a terrible, terrible. It is horrible. Take a picture, it lasts longer. It's the worst Cockney accent I think I've ever. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, let me get my camera. Oh, okay, hurry. <laughs> He'll switch in and out of the terrible accent. Yeah, obviously. I don't have to wear tra- desperately right now. <laughs> Suit and tie, like you trained monkey fascists. <laughs> I actually think I did that better than he did. Yeah, I think you did. I, th- I think you did. You're not wrong. Uh, but it's Matthew doing an accent. He also says the line, "What are you gonna do about it?" He said, "What are you gonna do about it?" 
which yeah. is so awful. <laughs> it's as bad as Adrian Brody in uh, the Son of Sam movie. Uh, I've only seen enough of that I've movie to know that. I've never seen that movie. It's him trying to it's him doing an american trying to be sound english so it is also on purpose terrible but it's basically what it reminds me of um I... summer of sam yeah pretty good uh it, it's just upsetting <laughs> matthew is uh he's pouting in the break room being rebellious sitting cross-legged on the table in the break room and reading cracked magazine <laughs> This was, of course, right after uh, Beth asked why he colored his hair. And he said, because my hair has rights, too. <laughs> I think I just did Australian, but keep going. That's all right. <laughs> I'd, for, I'd forgotten that line. That's pretty good. Uh, uh, if you come to give me guff about drinking brewskis in the office, just don't wait your breath, Grandpa. Uh, I would give you some guff, but I'm afraid root beer doesn't count as a brewski. <laughs> oh, I love that. Dave tries so hard to relate to him here. It's like, oh, I He's very patient with him. I can... I don't know. I was going to say, I can't imagine Dave as a punk, but now actually I can because... In his teen years. Yeah, yeah I, I can. Yeah. Totally. Dave would have made a cute punk. He would have made a cute little anything. It doesn't matter. He's a, He made a cute axe murderer on, on the show. I mean, you know. I'm you guys, hall, yeah. I was a very... I had a very big grunge Very phase, polite. So. Did you? Murder. I mean, I'm not surprised. About Maybe. I mean, hat, we know you love... Hat flannel <laughs> open with a t-shirt underneath. Sure. Mm. I still dress like that sometimes. I mean, so do I, but that's not to be grunge anymore. It's just because just it's, it's comfortable easy. and yeah. easy. yeah. It's dad clothes, and it's also that. Um, but maybe that's just because all people who liked Pearl Jam were now dad age, like big-time dads. I hey, guess. they're touring again. Are uh, they? <clears throat> they got a new album coming up. Okay. Oh, okay. What's it called? Gigaton. What now? Gigaton. Whisper it. Okay. Gigaton. 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 All right. Weird. It's something to do with climate change. <laughs> Um, that's my impression. It's about the amount that, of carbon in the atmosphere. My impression is not as good as our good friend Alex Salem's. I really like Alex Salem's uh, Eddie Vedder impression. It's very good. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the 30 candles in the cake that just really broke the camel's arse. <laughs> he tries to crush a root beer can on his head and doesn't, he Fail. fails and just throws it. Oh, it's so good. He's got a real root beer problem in this episode. He does. Secret oh, he can't crushing. stop cans on your heads if you're wondering you got to kind of crinkle the sides before mm -hmm. you do I figured, it figured right <clears throat> yeah yeah i knew there's a cheat to it otherwise well, it's like a it's like smashing a cylinder into your head oh, uh -huh. it's like oh, not it quite like as bad as when it's full and pressurized but like yeah it's bad uh dave says he managed to channel his same issues when he turned 30 into something so more socially acceptable which is he drank <laughs> a lot <laughs> actually <laughs> so dave was an alcoholic uh -huh. or established yeah, it makes sense. Although but... the way he's acting in the morning mm. of this particular day uh -huh. of this episode makes me wonder if he stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe Dave still drinks a lot uh, at home. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, Brett, Beth's giving him coffee and he acts like he, like, really, really needs it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's Not like, just from addiction. He's, like, all squinty a little bit. It's and true. Like, yeah. So he's got an upper and a downer, and also not a good thing to be addicted to. No. So now we've got now we've got a new theory on Dave. This is uh, this is good. Or as I call him, Dav. Oh, that's weird. That's not true. Alright, let's keep going. Okay. Let's keep going. That's fine. Um, uh, Matthew, I'm sorry. I am like I've been on the verge of sneezing for two minutes. <laughs> uh, well, just let it out. Uh, I can't. I can't. I keep trying. Uh, Where are we? Hold on to your panties, Nancy boy. <laughs> Hold on to your panties, Nancy boy. There's something there's something that I, I just can't get these line readings out of my head. They're so it throws on the headphones and then starts singing. 
I am a lineman for the county. Um, I sincerely sang along with that song the other day when I pulled up our playlist. I will say, hey, you guys, bit what? That, bit that ly forward slash news radio playlist. That's our Spotify playlist. I love his accent. Oh yeah, it's nothing like Glenn Campbell. No, when he's singing. That. Nope, and it's the I one am he's. Lame. <laughs> It's what I think uh, of every time. I mean, I, th- I think this is the line reading I think of every time when I think of that song, even if I now sincerely sing along with it. I don't know if it's a good song. I don't think it is. It's about a guy who's listening on the... Whatever. It's dumb. It's one of those weird 70s story songs that doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of those. There are. Yeah. And it's not about a CB, so why am I listening to it? If it's about a CB, I'll listen. You know, they need on the show some Gordon Lightfoot. That's what they do. Yes, they really do. I mean, that's more like Matthew's singing voice, actually, now that you say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, realized, like, I guess he does go up a little bit. He's got a low voice, though, but he will go up. (laughs) Yeah. Gitchy Goomy. That's all I got. Um, Gitchy Goomy. Joe's got, like, two different groups of people that he wants to beat up in this episode and our following episode. Um, Hippies? Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, that's not the... No, it's hippies next time. uh, This time, yeah. Coming with their drugs and their attitude, and next thing you know, they're hassling the old people, and the streets are no longer yours. (laughs) And he had to settle for some skateboarders because he couldn't find Uh some Charles Bronson week on TNT? Dude, every week's Charles Bronson week on TNT. (laughs) This must have been another Death Wish reference. Yeah, it's gotta be. (laughs) It's true, though. Every every week. Where are you from? Back then. Boise. Uh, I love that so much. Can No, it's Steven Seagal. Or maybe, you know what, I don't know if it is now, but it was after Charles Bronson. Steven was Seagal. like every week was Charles Bronson. Yeah, then it was every week. I feel week like was it shifted. Week. In, the, in the 90s, this was before streaming services. Sure, for sure. For kids out there who would not be listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just remember like, oh, what's on TNT next? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, what are these movies? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I, I, I didn't get to fall into those. I didn't hang out with the kind of people who would watch those, so I didn't... Uh, Discover them in the same way other people did, I guess. If you can ever see Death Wish 3, it is a treat mm. because it is Charles Bronson fighting a bunch of 80s punks. That is... That's fantastic. <laughs> that is great. I wouldn't be surprised if that line is lifted right from whatever movie, from Death I, Wish Maybe. 3. I just... I'm sorry to bring this up, but I just remember him <laughs> loading his pistol, his revolver. Uh-huh. He puts like three bullets in this guy breaks through and you just hear... Boom, 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 yes. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it was like, it just kept going. Three bullets, and it just keeps going. That's remarkable. Uh, you just needed to top it off. <laughs> Joe's going to go talk to uh, Matthew. Um, he says, you know, he's just going to talk to him. And then he growls as he's about to go. <laughs> Joe, why are you growling? You're not going to hurt him, are you? Yeah, I'm going to hurt him a little. I thought that was understood. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. But then he changes his mind, and he's going to go down to the... Good. Good one. Uh, down to the like alternative... Make a toast. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, he's going to go down to the alternative record store and kick some ass. Was that a thing? Alternative record store? Yes. Yeah? Okay, explain. Jen? I mean, like, it would have been independent. But okay, like, that's that's what we're thinking. Like, uh, like Chivo or They would have probably Records sold all their stuff, too, right? but there were shops that would have, like, a focus of what genre. Okay. See, I didn't check that stuff out. Okay. They're, I was busy uh, buying Chumbawamba. We've gone over this. <laughs> Terrible garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you got knocked down and you got up again. Um, <clears throat> there is a there is a record store on Melrose that specifically show, s- sells vinyl punk albums and that's it of fucking course there is of course it's on melrose and i'm also like i know there's a like because i still buy vinyl because i, I sure. just like the 
big-ass albums, and mm. obviously you have vinyl. I hate the I hate art. Vinyl. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, and I like having to flip it over to see. Sure, like, that's fun. But you're like interacting with it. You're not just like if you how, space out for a while, sure. you're like, oh, well, I'll, I'll at least pay attention mm-hmm. to the first couple tracks on yep. each side more than the rest. If I have other stuff to do, but you know? and then store... at some point you're like, "Son of a bitch, I gotta move the needle." Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. But one store dedicated to punk is that what? <laughs> yeah, you're... but I won't just try to like. How now. do you how do you make money? I don't not, get like, that. If, uh, vinyl is a big Drug thing, front. but not specific. Oh, Drug front. There might be a meth lab in the yep, back. Probably. Okay. It's punk. Melrose is a street in Los Angeles for you folks. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, so now we we're looking at the towers again, uh, but they're in the hall. Jimmy's standing on a chair. Uh, I think to look at them, you just want to see how the Jumbo Jimbos look from Spain. Jumbo <laughs> Jimbos. I love that so much. So I, do I bet I just look like an ant from up there, right? Lisa, you're standing like three feet away from me. <laughs> God, it's just so perfect. I perfect like how delivery. he has pure imagination uh-huh. for the rest of it. And but then he's, he's like, like, Lisa. What are you talking about, Lisa? <laughs> so good. And it, uh, I do have a note here. It will. This tower will cover a fifth of Central Park. There you go. Fifth at of... two p.m., mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> including the baseball fields and the petting zoo. So, so... <laughs> the mutant mole people. Will... <laughs> the mutant mole people. Good God. He's looking out for them. Okay, nobody else will. They got to use the park too. See, I got a manhole right here. <laughs> He's built a little manhole for the mole people to come out of. <laughs> And then and he like, just told he just said that he was to the what with the zoning commission he was just building a parking garage. Yeah, so he's just gonna slip it by them. That's <laughs> what that's what he said. Things happen when you're building a parking garage. Yeah, like uh, three square blocks could uh, you know <laughs> accidentally implode during the night. You know what I mean? <laughs> Holy shit, Jimmy! <laughs> there might be people in the building. Oh my god! Could not do that gag two years later. No. Could not. No. Man, it was funny then. It was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and then Lisa's trying to remind him, I'm a reporter. Yeah, Clark Kent was a reporter, but he didn't blab that he was Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, that's probably why the Daily Planet folded. And all so. I could think was, wait, did the Daily Planet uh, Yeah, ever right, fold? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. As an avid comic reader, I don't think that ever happened. That, but of course not. Maybe in the news radio universe it folded. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it, realistically, you know, they're just thinking ahead. Realistically, it would have in real life, just not in... It's Not got a more that. online presence now I'm in sure. the comic books. Superman's a blogger, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. He's writing listicles. I mean, they still release a paper, but it's uh-huh. more online now. Only 90s superheroes will know. Oh, shit. No, no. Not superheroes. Back, 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 but back, they're, back, But back. they're surprisingly well-researched listicles. Yeah, of course they are. He's a good reporter. He's not... That's some really, like, unique, um, up-close pictures. Oh, here's my note. Yes, thirty-two hundred feet tall. That is that is correct. Oh my god! Yeah, because if each story is about sixteen feet, based on the Burj Khalifa and a few other ones, then yes, thirty-two hundred feet tall. That's this is Jimmy James though. Each each yeah. story might be twenty feet. Though. Also true. Yeah, so it could be much, much, much bigger. Uh, they're they're saying that uh, you know. Oh yeah, there we go. So the, he th- Dave thinks that Matthew's just going through a phase, mm-hmm. trying to help him out, sort of defend him. But then, and the, we found out that's just how we do things around here. New guy has to sit next to Matthew. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, but anytime Max walks, even within a certain radius, nerd, 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 puts his hand slightly lower than the other nerd. Yelling nerd at people isn't punk. <laughs> Wish I had a pretty little face like yours so I could smash it, which makes no sense. No, no, it doesn't. 
Oh my God! So he. he oh, let's say he has albums. Is that <laughs> yes, what go over? I love this bit so much. Uh, Striper. Striper. Uh, winger and the best of John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Not Bon Jovi. Nope. John Bon Jovi. Yeah, look that up. Solo. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's ever happened, which then is a delightful fictional album that exists only in this universe. Also, that is Striper's Soldiers Under Command, and I know that only because I looked it up to see which album cover that could be. So if you, I'm not adding that whole album to our playlist, but you know, if somebody wants me to pick one to add, I'll, I'll add to it. Just um, track one. Maybe just track one. Um, I don't know what we do for the best of John Bon Jovi, because that doesn't exist. First of all, that wouldn't exist anyway, but... <laughs> maybe it's just him doing all Bon Jovi songs, but acoustic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be the worst. That would be so upsetting. I don't, you're kind of crooning it, is what you're doing. <laughs> Bad medicine. I'd, I'd almost listen to that. I would what almost I listen to that. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, Shake you know, it up. Dave, giving, <laughs> Dave giving Matthew shit about his uh, taste in music is, I've had that experience on this very podcast, so I was the Matthew that day. I just realized that. We never Been make fun of your old taste in music. No thanks, I've already got me on discs. That's how he, he calls them discs, just to say discs. He's like, what's other words for things? That's uh-huh. probably British. Uh-huh. Brewskies. Uh-huh. You can't stop the music, old man. I'm young, I'm strong, and you can't stand it. <laughs> but he grabs his CDs to take them with him, and he drops 90% of them on the floor. <laughs> He's got a few left. Uh, I said good day, fascist. They love I said good day on this show. It's, it's such, wonderful. such a dumb line. Yes. It's very good, though. It's, it's very, very good ending to any little scene, I think so. Though. Yeah. I said good day. I said good day. Uh, and then Lisa is officially reporting on it, and I really like... <laughs> I need to know who did this voiceover, but the dude saying, The Jimmy James Towers, Total Eclipse of the Park. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great bit. I don't know who did that voice. Uh, anybody who worked on the show, let me know. I'd like to know. So it could just be some writer or producer. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's not Joe Fury. He's got it distinctly not Joe Fury. That was definitely not Joe Fury. We love Joe Fury. Aww. He's got a great voice, but that was definitely not his voice. Yeah. Uh, well, Mr. James walks in all ripped up. <laughs> Help Jimmy. <laughs> Help Jimmy. <laughs> Anytime when he can't articulate is the best thing in the world. His glasses are askew. <laughs> uh-huh. His Her- shoulder sleeve is ripped. <laughs> Mob. His shirt is partially unbuttoned, but not mm-hmm. torn. I'm not sure how. Jimmy, helpless. They were like trying to carefully unbutton his clothes. And he looks at Lisa. You! (laughs) 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 So good. Uh, They bring him in to to patch him up, make him feel a little bit better. He's completely innocent. Beth's going to get him some pudding. And Lisa says, yeah. (laughs) Other other people did it and I'm completely innocent. Yeah, just like Charles Manson. (laughs) (laughs) For your information, Charles Manson went to prison. Uh, and then Matthew then refers to David as Mussolini. Uh, he had some business to take care of on the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he keeps saying his, his, his favorite word now. <laughs> Mayhem. Mayhem. But he pulls up his shirt and it says it's got it tattooed, which was, oh, fuck, I listened to the, the commentary and they said to who that was. Oh, it's... Um, guy with a huge dick who dated pamela anderson uh who uh, tommy, tommy lee. lee he apparently also has mayhem tattooed across his his tummy area really yeah come on yeah he's friends with andy dick that's how andy dick says he knows although it's probably in that video you can probably see it upside down um i'm just saying um but yeah he's got a tattoo on his which i guess we now have to assume that's canon and he's had it he's gonna either maybe has it removed no, later I, on but i i 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we got, see his belly uh, again for the rest no, of the series. I'm assuming he has it. Yeah, unless you found a giant rub-on tattoo that says mayhem, right? Or sharpie? Sure. Or shar- oh, yeah, I mean, I thought about that too. It's uh, a really well done sharpie, but I I would buy that though. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're swarming all around me. They're pulling and clawing. You know, it might still be there if I hadn't thrown a bunch of cash up into the air. <laughs> uh, uh, it's very good. And she she thinks the protesters would have been a lot wussier. Yeah, well, if it makes you feel any better, most of them were wearing glasses. <laughs> he lost his permits. He did. He lost his permits because of her reporting. I mean, you know. And he wants her to put the, the model on the floor so he can stomp on it and kill it. And then, but he doesn't want to get up. Out of yeah, he, exactly. Yeah, because he's in pain. Every, everyone in the city seems to have gotten sunshine crazy. Sunshine crazy. He got set up by the park, and Jimmy's legacy got shoved in the damn sewer with the mutant mole people. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, wrong. Guggenheim is a guy who built an ugly museum, named it after himself. And people say, see that? They say, hey, Guggenheim, what about me? What about Jimmy James? I just got nothing. He's big, fat, nothing. He just starts <laughs> pouting like a little baby. Lisa's trying so hard. She's trying to be a good friend for no reason. For no reason. She doesn't need to be nice to this man. He's a megalomaniac. Uh, uh, you're Jimmy James. That's right. The one and only. Yeah, the guy who's going to blow up the Guggenheim. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Again. Joking, it wouldn't have been able to use two years ago. No. Like, I think you can do it now again. But sure. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, as long as it's it's uh, under the auspices of it's coming from a terrible, you know, again, megalomaniac with a lot there of money. There you go. Uh, back in the hall. So this prop still exists somewhere, I'm assuming. This terrible old snack machine. But I'm assuming it's the same one as the sandwich machine. Uh, Matthew's kicking the shit out of it. That's He was trying to get a packet of crisps and the flipping machine ate me quid. First of all, nobody calls it a quid. You might say, I spent five quid on something. And then David, Dave correcting him, first off, in this country we have dollars, not quids. We call them potato chips, not crisps, and we do not kick vending machines. You know what I think of that? Revolution! It says mayhem, Matthew. You show me your belly one more time, you're fired. Well, it, well, it wanted it to say revolution, but it had too many letters. That's right, he did say that. Ah, uh, and then he tries to moon him and tells, says, kiss me, bum monkey. <laughs> this, the whole, I don't know, the whole spirit of the Matthew plot in this episode, for some reason, has stuck with me. It might be my favorite season five. I'm not sure. It's, it's very close. This is uh, a very good episode. Tr- white noise still got me. Like, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. That's, that's, that's hard to beat. It is yeah. very, very good. Uh, did you notice the... I should have took another note. There's not much selection in that vending machine, and it wasn't. There really wasn't any food. It really just seemed like. I'll have to double check, yeah, but yeah. I swear it was just like boxes of something. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Probably cup of noodle or something, maybe. No, no. <laughs> I could pull it up. We could look you at it if you want. Bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's easy enough, if it's hard, and don't do it. Uh, Lisa's trying to uh, help him. Jimmy, that is. She's trying to help him suggest other ideas, other things he can do for you know protect his legacy. A bridge. A bridge, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Lantis. Jimmy Lantis. Underwater <laughs> colony, the Ar- final frontier. <laughs> Already tried it. You did not. I love divers. Too many damn barracudas. Damn barracudas. Uh, Lost some good divers. He, he once had uh, <clears throat> a mountain carved in his likeness, but they made him look fat, so he blew it up. <laughs> How long would that have taken? I know. Years. Because Mount Rushmore years. took... Uh, so many animals. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, let's see. Mount Rushmore never even got finished, but that took for freaking ever. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's uh, it's proven very difficult. And no one's to, ever uh, heard of it somehow. <laughs> it was that serious. never heard of this, this mountain. A, yeah, with, with a billionaire on it. Ah, uh, it's good. Let's see. Because uh, like Lisa would have heard of it. You would have think. Uh huh. You would think. It was a private mountain. We know. It would be funny if he was on the top of Everest and then he uh, it Yogurt. Up. It's a lot of yogurt, I think. <laughs> yogurt, 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 or or oatmeal in a cup, but I think it's yogurt, probably. It's, what's in, it's all the same shit, though. For but it's sure. like the same, right? Yeah, very much all the same um, stuff. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. What else? It's very hard to. It is. It's well, I apologize for bringing this up. But how just, dare you, just, When I remember seeing it, I'm like, wait. Did he say he was getting something specific? And yeah. then there's, it's a, not in there. Packet of crisps. That's right. I don't even see any chips in there. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, no, unless neither, he thinks crisps are yogurt, which I could see Matthew thinking. Yeah, yeah, he thinks candy elves exist. So you know, well, let's see here. Uh, he was in the—I don't know why—but he was in the coffee shop stuffing plastic forks down his pants. Oh yeah. Um, is that some radio stunt? Afraid not. Nope, he's just weird. Um, <laughs> just weird. Uh, <laughs> he's just treating Dave as his parent, saying, "I didn't ask to be born." Yes, and by the same token, I didn't give birth to you. Love that. Uh, and then uh, he's going to banish him to the break room. Well, yep. I like it better there anyway. Not without your comic books, you don't. I still like it. <laughs> right the break Not room. without the microwave, so you, so can't you can play, play with, with the buttons. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm genuinely getting sad about it. And then he sends Joe in. Yes. To beat the to beat the Joe? Yep. Just run, 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 run. It is. You're right. Jen was pointing out it is the fastest he run. Gives it his all. Like, uh-huh. like, you know, not bumping into anything down. He just, yeah, he just books it as fast as possible, like a dog lunging on someone. And this is because Matthew has asked to be punished, by the it's way. It's amazing. This is, this is why this happens. It's very uh, athletic. Oh, God. He uses a sander to take it off. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, he, their suggestion now, Lisa's now come up with, why not make it, whatever they're talking about, why not make it a revolving restaurant? But he said, like, the world's fastest? I love it. So he wants a really fast, upsettingly... Nauseating Nauseating restaurant. revolving. Has either of you ever been to a revolving restaurant? Yes. I have not. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh. I've been to a revolving bar, not a restaurant. Oh, well, that's, it's the same concept, though. Where, Jen? Um, In the, oh, is it... The Renaissance building in Detroit? Mm-hmm. Or is I, it the current? I'm assuming very, very slow. Like, not noticeable. Mm. Yeah, and, I mean... Or it is noticeable. It's just so big that... I mean, if you're looking at it, looking at it for... for mm-hmm. It's not, like, fast enough where if you just look out for a second that right. you're going to be you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You know? Where's this bar, Alan? You know what I just realized? Uh, I, it didn't really have a view. It's just... It was on the first story of the Mayfair Hotel in New Orleans. There's okay. a bar... That rotates everything else around it stays the same. So oh, weird! You essentially, just you'll when you're done with your drink, you're just gonna get up and you're in a different part of the bar. That's very weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that pointless cool, but though. also fascinating. It's actually it's, it's kind of it's a little cool game. Mix it, mix it up, mixes it up a little yeah. bit. You don't and feel you, like you're in the same place the whole time. It's true. You know, you can sit like near the center or the outside, and no one can claim a stool yeah, really because true. it's gonna keep. There were there up. were windows like on the whole outside of it, I think so. Or I at mean, least you didn't get most sick. of it. Because where was the kitchen then? I think the bar was towards... There was something towards the middle, so... 
Maybe there's one side without windows, but like most of it, you know, there's a lot of windows. There's one in Minneapolis, the suburbs of Minneapolis, there's one that has a rotating top. I don't remember what it's called. Okay, let's keep going. What are we no, doing? it's fine. Uh, there Now, I'm wondering, I was hoping I had this script here, but I don't. I have it for one of the, two of the upcoming episodes. Ah, I do have scripts. And uh, I will at some point scan them and we'll make them available online. Questions? Um... Hmm? Oh, you pulled up a pad. So I didn't no, know. no, no, no. Uh, the uh, oh, I want to read the script because now they're referring it to is I'm I'm pleased to announce that the New York City skyline will not be t- tarnished tarnished by the Jimmy James Space Tower Plaza. So that he was going to call it. <laughs> he has, so he has several names for it, but the Space Tower <laughs> Plaza, I like very much as the name. <laughs> very but it would also much. have Jimmy James in. Like it would have to have his name in it. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't want it. It's shortened. true. But he's gonna get the towers. He's he's. It's just gonna change location a little bit to London. Well, won't London be blocked? And then Lisa's just. <laughs> Who gives a damn about London? <laughs> it's 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 this weird thing where she's just she wants Jimmy to be happy, so she's just gone down the evil path for the rest yes. of the day. As long as it doesn't affect her immediate life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> And then uh, Matthew and Joe run in, and Joe right. now That's has a belt sander That's with him. Oh. That would hurt so much. <laughs> so he probably doesn't have the tattoo. He has just a massive scar. Yeah, very much so. And then oh. uh, Wait, did, Joe, did Joe actually catch him, or did he only catch um, Max? Max. He does now run after Max. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he does so, catch Max yeah. right away because we hear him screaming. All right. Ah, yeah. yeah. Still got that <laughs> butterfly in your butt, and then chases after him, and, and Joe was we can too only fast assume. for him. That was a good ending gag of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a segment on this show that we call The, the Decline, Decline of Dave Nelson. Nelson. I forgot what we called it. With Jen on the ether. Hi, Jen. Hi. Hi. Um, so in this episode, Dave actually, like, has some say in things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he can't get Matthew to stop right away. Mm-hmm. But who can ever really do that? That's, yeah, no. Like, good luck. Good you luck. can tone him down somewhat. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you can ignore, that can help. But, yep. like, <laughs> this is a bit too much. And, you know, people are asking nicely for his help, like Max. Although yeah. he's being pushy, like, because he's very upset by, <laughs> by Matthew. Mm-hmm. Like he's acting like Dave isn't following him, but he's right behind him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he he lays down the law for Matthew. He doesn't seem like it's exhausting him particularly more than he already just seems generally exhausted. I mean, he does seem like that. Little of the fire in the belly comes out. Yes. Yes. He's like, and I'm your boss, and if you don't do this, you're fired. Yep. Yeah. So like. (laughs) It's unusual, but. But but it is easier to do to Matthew than anybody else as well. True. And also, you know, Matthew's <laughs> going to stop because he doesn't want to get fired. Yeah. 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 He's also before he was just he didn't want to threaten to fire Matthew before because he was mm. like, "It's Matthew. Can he help anything he does?" Right. Like that was right. kind of the general. Uh huh. <laughs> but he was like, "You know what? I don't care anymore. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna fire you." Yeah. 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 And so you know he. He's, yeah, he gets a little bit of it back, but he still does seem world weary. Like, uh, when uh, when would you say like the last time that we saw Dave have that much empathy for somebody in the office? Because I feel like the wear and tear over the years, like you said, just yeah, yeah. It's been this a while, is right? this is 
the most in a while. I'm <sighs> at least for Matthew, I maybe I should say. Maybe I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he tries to avoid <laughs> Matthew as much as possible, just always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, he was very empathetic towards him when when Matthew got fired or was almost about to get fired. Mm. But most of the time, even early on, he's just like, "Oh God, I'm avoiding him." What what is no? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. He this episode isn't a great, isn't the best example, but you do see it in him. Like in the morning, that's why I suspected that maybe he didn't stop drinking, like when uh-huh. he wasn't at work, because like he really seemed to need that coffee from Beth. And, yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh. But then, yeah, he like. I mean, that he crisis would have it. only started three years before, right? Because he was 29 when the show started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So by season two, he would have possibly... Did Lisa drive him to drink? I mean... It could just been a... He would have used that as an it's excuse. We yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dave's pretty toxic. I'm not blaming, <laughs> blaming Lisa. <clears throat> it was a very complicated relationship mm-hmm. they chose for each other. Mm-hmm. They do not belong together. No. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, he, you know, it's nice to see him, uh, have a purpose that he understands he has again mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a little bit. That's and there, even Joe holds off until he lets him, you know, go chase, chase the other employees. Uh-huh. 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 It's true. <laughs> Except at the end with the belt sander. Yeah. He doesn't really respect him. Anybody existing no. and not wanting him to sand off people's tattoos at the end. So <laughs> there is that. He's okay with that kind of chaos, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's just too tired mm-hmm. to to stop it. Yeah, but yeah, he gets some good. He gets some good. I'm a, I'm the boss energy in there for a little bit. It's true. That's what I got. Thanks, Jen. This has been, been the decline of Dave Nelson. Nelson. So, favorite lines. I'm going to do mine first just because I finally found it. Oh, my God. I'm going to say mine is Jimmy James. Yeah, the guy who's going to blow up the Guggenheim. I think that, that might be just because it's just the way he's like, yeah, that's a logical continuation of what's Was it Lisa him. that had to, like, follow him after he said that? Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, nope, no, mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. it's Lisa. Lisa calming him down. How about you, Alan? The line? Uh, there's two I really yeah, actually there's three I really like, but I think I'm gonna give it to uh now you can stay <laughs> now you can stay awake during the day too, because it's time to shake hands with tomorrow. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> time to shake hands with tomorrow. Uh there's some things by the way, I would really love to see some art of Jimmy Lantis, like an ad for Jimmy Lantis. Oh my god. Uh, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe Galvan. <laughs> our best friend. Hey, buddy. We um, asked him to do too much. Your ad is still on our website, so you owe us. Kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. That is payment for your delightful he gift. He is so good. Uh, by he the way, so I have changed the design of the website, so if anybody has any comments on that, uh, you know, let us, I let us know. I was consulted. That's fine. Jen, what's your favorite line? Um, I would have come in here to give you guff, but I'm afraid root beer doesn't count as Bruce case. That's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Well, his delivery is wonderful, as as always. I think. Uh, I mean, I love Matthew's crazy rambling. Yes. Like I don't want to say crazy, but just incoherent, like almost. I don't know what my uh, favorite moment is. Rambling. This is this is rough. I but I think maybe him singing uh, Wichita Lineman with the headphones on. I was going to take that, but since you took that, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. going to be 
Matthew about to pull his shirt up to show mayhem again and then getting threatened with fire, just like slowly stopping. <laughs> and acting like yeah, that's not like, what he was going to do. I wasn't going to do that, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, you were. Mm. How about yeah, you, how about you? Um, so it's like just a collection of of the, the like, I mean, it's the same period of time, but they cut into it like twice. Mm-hmm. Just when Jimmy's in the break room, like, at the table, sitting on his knees in the swivel chair, like, going back and forth a little bit in Uh it, just, like, a little restless, a little hopeless, Mm -hmm. like, having Lisa trying to talk him up again, and just (laughs) the looks on his face, and just the gestures, and just, like... Watching him play those kind of moments, Just the stage business of just... Like how subtle it all is, and how like he's just a real sad sack, and like mm-hmm. he's kind of an evil dude because he's uh-huh. such a uh-huh. maniac. But like, you know, he has somebody investing all this time, and he's just the way he's just the way he's sitting and like doing all this stuff, like a little kid, kind of. And how it's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like he's not used to getting shut down. When he does, he falls real hard, and it's real fragile. That's why, like, I think his pouting would have been my other moment if I'd have had to pick. Oh yeah, 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 I really like that pout. It's really, really funny. So good. Uh, (laughs) Alan, yeah. What does Jen want to promote? (laughs) Jen, what do you want to promote? (laughs) (laughs) Threw you off. Ha 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 ha. By the way, a guy uh, named Tom has been writing us. He just started listening to the podcast, and he keeps emailing almost every time he listens to an episode. And he's like, "Sorry, I'll stop emailing." I'm like, no, you're fine. Like, I, I love oh, that keep he keeps, emailing. Yeah, keep I emailing. love it. At some point, I'm going to go through. There are some still some voicemails and emails left over from oh, we got months ago yeah. that I want to like. We'll do maybe just a fan type episode and Let's just talk it. to those people. Do it. Sorry, Jen. What do you want to promote? I don't have access to these people. What do you want to promote? What do you want to promote? Um, I'm going to promote people um, trying to find ways to when they... I mean, I understand people are on different budgets, and if you really, really can't, you do you. But um, a, a lot of people can afford to like buy products with less packaging or less plastic, mm-hmm. and it might be a little bit more not to, but if you can afford to do that, try to. Mm-hmm. Because our planet needs some help right now. It's on fire. It is. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Also, you could, um, if you can, try and donate to, uh, there's a lot of organizations that are helping animals in Australia. And oh, yeah. A lot of them are helping people. And if you can help them out, go for it. Um, there's also some places that are uh, calling to make little uh, natural fiber pouches for um orphaned joeys uh-huh uh so that like the rescue uh organizations that are taking care of them have a little pouch for them to hang out in that's really cute can we adopt one and name it joey gorelli so cute. <laughs> no. i'd like to oh no <laughs> that makes me sad All right. and it's and it's the outside right. preferably in it's fair. the right climate <laughs> fair. and how and how alan what do you want to promote uh, I would like to promote, uh, there's actually a friend of mine who just had a podcast come out called The Professional Blur. Oh, who's that? Uh, hmm. J- J- Jason Clam, yep, I believe Jason his name. Clam. Yep. No, uh, look at, uh, Jason Clam's, uh, podcast, Professional Blur. It's very so. good. Obviously, check out Comedy on Vinyl. Also very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
he also got da- Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Mm-hmm. That's also true. That's sure. also, what's the Picard one called again? Uh, hosts with their own Picard. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a great name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dispatches Fort, awesome, if you guys haven't heard Oh, that yeah, one. you guys, I think it'd be one. right up your alley, yeah. folks at uh-huh. home. You should check that one out. And then uh, check out uh, Dolomite Is My Name on Netflix yes, in the last please. season of Veep. Yeah. Uh, you will find me somewhere if you can find out where. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give us an email. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be on Avenue 5? Get on Avenue 5. Just do the, the Ianucci. Just be on all the Ianucci stuff from now on. I'm trying to. Okay, good. You better. Jason. Use... Yeah. Uh, uh... Oh, also follow me on uh, Instagram at Alan Rickard, A L E N R U E C K E R T, and at Twitter at Alan Rickard, A L L E N R U E C K E R T. Jason, what do you got to promote? Oh, that's what I was going to promote. That's fine. Uh, now it's got a Snapchat movie that you can watch that I can't remember the name of because I'm worse. What's it called? It's Solve. Solve. Okay. Wait. Episode 13? Of season three. Oh, episode 13 of season three. Um, I don't even know if it's still up there anymore. <laughs> well, Alan promoted all my podcasts for me, which is very nice. The Professional Blur is one that, by the way, uh, I don't know why we haven't arranged it, but you should do that podcast too, Alan. Uh, I think but it this, will eventually. It's about extra work um, or like five and under work, people with five lines or under on TV show. Um, but uh, <laughs> a la talking and thinking about um, legacy, I have a website called comedyarchive.org um, that is... I'm slowly but surely building into a resource for people who are interested in archiving on their own, learning more about archiving, and also is the host of several different archives. That includes the one of my comedy group, Dan and Jay's Comedy. Art. It's up there just is Ill, to be illustrative of how maybe to do an archive and how to digitize stuff. Then there's Dick Davey, who is a comedian I discovered the true identity of in 2018. There's uh, We just recently discovered two long-lost records by him that uh, we own the rights to. So we've got to figure out if something can happen with that. Hopefully something could, you know, later in the year. So that could be something very big. So keep an eye there. And then uh, the News Radio Script Archive that will at some point contain um, these all the wardrobe binders that I scan too. Um, once I can be sure that those are all allowed to be allowed to go up, um, there's a slowly but surely building news radio archive up there. So comedyarchive.org. Yeah. There's one thing left to say and that's catch you later, B Gays. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!